All right, it's time for another previews episode. Uh, I'm pumping these out now because I didn't get them out over the weekend. So we're going to put them out the next couple days. I think we can keep them to maybe two episodes. We'll see. But yeah, a little variety of comics I'm going to talk about first and review, starting out with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Best of Leonardo. This one was interesting. We got a micro series Mirage, micro series from IEW, and a macro series storyline. We get to see Leonardo just dealing with things in his own manner, and he is. The rogue one likes to go off and do his thing. And he gets caught in with the foot. And has all kinds of problems with the foot clan. While everybody else is getting ready for Christmas. And he just deals with things on his own. And gets in his troubles. And the stories get deeper into more and more issues with the foot. And we get into... When they kind of left the town and went out in the country. And it takes us back to their origin story. We get a really fun character in here that's kind of a bird-human crossover character. A female that they run run across and... It was, this was one of my, probably one of my favorite (coughs) (coughs) Excuse me. (coughs) My sneezing attacks are hitting me again. But yeah, this is one of my favorite best of storylines. So far we get to meet a variety of different mutants in here that I haven't seen before. So I have not read all these stories. So it was nice to see this twist. But yeah, I really like the Leonardo one. Uh, and then we checked out Donatello. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Best of Donatello. Which this one, yeah, they don't, I guess they don't really have story names. They're just micro and macro series stories where they came from, Mirage, IDW. Uh, But the turtles are complaining. They want Donnie to take care of and fix some things, but they have to go out on a mission. Donnie wants to stay back and work on his thing. And... While he does, he meets another scientist that he learns has an interesting ability to draw things that come to life. And when he does, the images kind of like disappear after a while, but he doesn't really think about where these images are going and what could happen from it. And because of that, they end up learning what does happen and all kinds of Issues happen 
along the way. And it kind of crosses over all these stories kind of click together with Donnie and the scientist character throughout the years and the things that they deal with and between learning about each other, getting along with each other, arguing with each other, just back and forth, constant problems happening and things getting figured out. But while it's happening, they're learning more ways to work with or against each other. And it's just, it was a very interesting comic. I, I, Dontel is one of my favorite characters. I really liked where that one went. Uh, next one was TMNT Best of Splinter, which this takes us back to well, this one is TMNT Adventures number 45 and number two, volume two, number five from IDW, and then a Splinter micro series. But we get to learn the origin of our characters and get back to that history and the feuds and what was going on and his family splinters family life and what happens when you lose your family and get turned uh interesting issue with some sunflowers <laughs> that can cause some problems uh we get into the ninja history more we learn more about splinters human form and his wife before she passes and what happens with all that and yeah if you want to get deeper on his story that's a good way to learn about him and then the last one of the best of series that we checked out was Casey Jones, which we get a lot of him and Raph dealing with each other and Casey out fighting and getting found out and who he is and just his lone prowess, how he likes to go out and bet do his battles on his own and it gets him in trouble and we get a history of him and his dad his father figure in here and we learn more about Casey Jones earlier life before he became a vigilante or became a member of the turtles clan and it's just it was a interesting look at his back life back history and stuff then we got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin Lost Years, number two. This story's getting us more and more history of the newer baby turtles, what's going on with the current crew of characters, the older April, the young Casey, and all the that surrounds them. And, it also takes us back in time to history before 
we lost some of our characters and gets us to the more of the journey that our Ronin character has been going through before he hooks up with who is left in this world and we get to see his battle that he has to deal with uh, who's after him, who he's after, who he's trying to pay back for what they did in the past. And yeah, it's a, if you want to know what's up with the current turtles, I suggest definitely jumping on the last Ronin run and the lost years takes you back even further. So yeah, but that's it for now. We'll get back to you with some goodies that you can buy in the future right after this. All right. It's that time again to go over things that are coming out in the future. At your local comic shop, your favorite shop, your online shop, or wherever you want to buy, pre-order, now, or whatever you want to do. But we're going to start it off. we got Absolution Rubicon Wrapped Bag Set of six comics by Avatar Press. Characters on the cover that they show a wraparound cover look pretty interesting. One's got like tentacles that grow out of them and can attack people. Might have to check that series out eventually. We got Amazing Spider-Man number 121, facsimile edition. And then they're coming out with number 122 also. Right after it, facsimile edition, facsimile. By Marvel Comics, if you like to get the old comics reprinted. Ones that are hard to find or too expensive to buy. We have Amon Amarth, The Great Heathen Army, by Z2 Comics. In the 9th century, a coalition of Viking warriors from Scandinavia invaded England, reaping unprecedented chaos throughout Great Britain. Metal pioneers Amon Amarth and Z2 Comics will now present that tale in all of its carnage and mayhem in the Great Heathen Army. Coinciding with the band's 2022 album, written by Dan Waters, and illustrated by Ario Murti, this epic graphic novel captures the devastating human cost to both sides of the brutal clash. Featuring a foreword by WWE Hall of Famer Adam Edge Copeland, who, if you don't know, played in that one Viking series. Adam's Adam and his brother Christian are fun. The Edge and Christian, if you ever got to watch their little talk show style podcast series that they had on the WWE Network. It was a lot of fun. I wish that would have kept going a little bit further, but they got too tied up, wrapped up, and working on movie and TV shows. We got Ancient Enemies, The Greater Good, number one one shot by Frank Miller Presents. Now, is this a new company that Frank Miller did? I don't remember hearing of Frank Miller Presents before, but 
Frank puts a ton of stuff out. It only makes sense that he has his own publishing company, but I don't know. I feel like that's the first time I heard that. Out of the pages, Ancient Enemies. Learn the origin of the greater good. As Morrigan strikes an uneasy pact with the leader of the Zion race. Pushing humanity closer to choosing sides in the alien struggle. Only a mystery from Mor- Morrigan's past can undo everything she planned. Written by Ancient Enemies series creator Dan Didio. Art by Jim Suicide Squad Clayfor. And colors by Hi-Fi. This Hi-Fi character keeps popping up. I gotta learn more about him. Yeah, cover looks interesting. Frank Miller always does a good job. Let's see, Animals number one of two. This is by Invader Comics. New horror from the twisted mind of writer Keith Foster. A hunter in Olympic National Park dies from what an eyewitness insists was a long-dead elk coming back to life to exact revenge. Next, a bear stalks a camper with human intelligence and determination. Animals are killing people, and it's up to Sheriff Jack Bertrand to figure out why. Yeah, this is... Not my cup of tea, <laughs> at least by the cover. <laughs> and I do like animals attacking, but I'm assuming it's going to start out with torture and stuff like that before they get to the animal attacks. But we'll see. See what I hear about it, and then maybe I'll check it out. We got Archie and Friends, Endless Escape It. Escapades trade paperback by Archie Comics. Archie Andrews presents the ultimate guide to his world in this collection of stories featuring everything from high-tech hijinks to superheroics. Want to learn how to successfully date from the best? Well, maybe successful isn't the best word. But if you want to learn both the do's and don'ts of dating... Then you're just then you've just struck gold. Archie is back to poorly manage the Archie is back to his poorly managed love triangle as he traverses the Riverdale with his friends in adventures both slapstick and sensational. Yeah, I don't think Archie's the one to get dating device from. He may have may have a lot of girlfriends. But he can't figure out how to tie one down and ends up playing the realm too much. It's more, should be more of a player's guide than a relationship guide. Archie and Friends Hot Summer One Shot by Archie Comics. We got a little Indiana Jones play on the cover. Riverdale Jones. A brand new story kicks off this blockbuster issue. 
in Riverdale Jones and the Burger of Destiny, or Density, Hero Burgerologist, it's a real job, trust us, Riverdale Jones is deep in the heart of the rainforest to discover the most delicious exotic burger recipe. Join our hungry hero Jughead with his faithful pet hot dog by his side. In this fun and adventure-filled riff on Indiana Jones, just in time for the new movie. That one I'll probably pick up. That looks like fun. All right, we got Archie Jumbo Comics Digest number 341 by Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, a new viral flip-flop dance has taken over Riverdale, and it's all anyone wants to do at Veronica's pool party. There's just one problem. It's a couple's dance. Poor Ethel doesn't know who to team up with, Jughead or her new crush, Charlie. Then, in Twisted Trauma, Captain Flag and Pierheart are battling Tom Twister, a supervillain with the ability to turn into a tornado-like creature. Tom Twister's primary target? The post office. Can the two heroes stop him from whipping up a mailstorm? I mean, the post office needs a good old ass whooping and wake up. Because... <laughs> I've been mentioning repeatedly all the packages that come here damaged, and then I mentioned how a friend of ours that we sent a box to got on her doorbell camera. The postal guy walking up on the porch gets up by the door, slams the box to the ground, and then walks away. So it crushed the box and damaged something in it. And then... If you hear me taking breaks, it's because I got a nice hot cup of coffee here that I'm trying to sip at. And then when I was driving downtown the other day, I go pat. I'm coming up alongside a postal delivery truck, and then I see the postal worker walking up to the three steps, going up to the porch of the house, and he was too lazy to go up two of those steps to set the box down. Instead, he just threw the box from the sidewalk. It's like, really? I can see you clear as day. I mean, everybody can see you. It's like, what the hell is wrong with you? But, yeah. All right. Archie Milestones Jumbo Digest number 20 from Archie Comics. It's a burger palooza in this newest installment of Archie Milestones Jumbo Comics Digest. Get ready to join a certain caped crusader on his mission to save innocent people from burgerless life's... Wait, what? That's right. Get ready for fun and adventure with Jughead's superhero alter ego, Captain Hero. Jughead's superhero is Captain Hero. I think they'd come up with some type of food-related name for him, but I guess not. We got Bad Girl Premium Ash Can. This is by SourcePoint Press. From the pages of Good Boy, Bad Girl follows an excommunicated mercenary who is pulled back into service for one reason. Kill Flint Sparks. 
I know someone from our comic club that read Good Boy, so I'm sure they'll probably be hopping on that one. Alright, we got a Belladonna Fire and Fury Killer Body A bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. They also have a B bag set of five comics. Then we got Betty Page starting up a whole new run here with volume four, number one by Dynamite Entertainment. Very popular girl to this day, and they every time it comes out, there's tons of covers. Some pretty cool ones too. It's La Dolce Vita for Betty. Beautiful Betty has been cast as the lead of a film shooting in Rome. But before she can experience the sights and sounds of Italy, shady-looking things try to kidnap her. Why? Well, Betty happens to be the splitting image of another woman. A woman who's in big trouble with troublemaking types. Can Betty negotiate her way through a madcap adventure of mistaken identity? And star-crossed love, Italian style? You'll have to read it to find out. That one doesn't sound as exciting as the last series. I wish I would have jumped on the last series that she put out. We got Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest. Number 315 from Archie Comics. Two brand new stories. First, Ethel and new girl Casey Cloud are teaming up against Betty and Veronica in a beach volleyball contest. But when two cuties on the beach catch their eye, they have a new mission. Hit the ball in their direction to get their attention. But then Ethel's aim is a little off. Chaos ensues. Then, in solar panic, Archie's spending a day on the beach with Darla. Lane, a.k.a. Darkling. But it's not all sun and the fun for Darla, who isn't exactly a fan of sunshine. Can Archie get her to change her mind? Or will he get sunburned trying? Uh, yeah. Black Panther, Volume 9, Number 1. By Marvel Comics. And they just so happen to have a cover C. Issue with Howard the Duck on it. They've been bringing out like one Howard the Duck cover every month lately with the different comics. So keep an eye out for those if you're looking for them. A king without a crown, banished from the throne and a fugitive in his own homelands. T'Challa still can't leave Wakanda without its sworn protector. A king without a crown. He finds new purpose lurking the streets and shadows of the Wakandan city that bears his father's name, Vernon T'Chaka. New direction, new villains, new creative T, I think it's supposed to be team, get in on the ground floor of Marvel's next smash hit. I don't know, makes sense. T'Challa passed and all that stuff going on. I don't, I'm not sure where that series is going to go. If it's going to be in the same direction that I would 
get into in the past and after seeing the Wakanda Forever movie and honestly I don't think Namor's clan could have could have been beat I think they could have wiped out everybody and just took over everything but yeah. I think they made him a little too powerful but to make it even seem feasible that they could have withstood the impact of a fight with between the two factions. All right. Blacksmith key to Blacksmith key to his heart number 1 of 5 from Ahoy Comics. It's back. The moody tale that smartly blends familiar supernatural elements with the trappings of classic pulpy crime stories. In this new case, werewolf private eye Janie Strummer Mercado tries to prevent a young girl from becoming a monster with the aid of her suave gin assistant Ben Siat. Salat? But will Drummer gain an intern instead, and why is an old enemy sending mysterious packages to her house? You'll have to find out. And next up, we got Blaze a Dead Homie by SourcePoint Press. Exhumed from the world of Twisted Haunted Highons, this definitive Blaze Ya Dead Homie origin story cannot be missed. Buried and forgotten for 11 years after being brutally gunned down in the streets, Blaze is awakened from his cold slumber and sets out on a path of revenge. Returning to his old neighborhood, he learns that the only thing that changes in the streets is the date. And that when you're already dead, you may not have anything to lose. Say, I love how they have these things that are raised from the dead. Like this one's, what, 11 years older? 11 years they were buried and they still have flesh on their bones. (laughs) I don't think so. I know, I'm so negative. I'm always pointing out the wrongs, but... That's not my fault. I didn't give a shit at all until, what, the 90s or I think it was around the 90s that all of a sudden all the geeks and nerds and moviegoers and everybody just started complaining. It's like, oh, you're going up in space, but this can't actually happen in space according to scientific technology it's like, so you're misrepresenting this in the movie, so the movie's shit, and so that's stuck in my head. Now I just, every every movie I look at now, I gotta critique certain things, because some dumbass generation decided to ruin that for me, and now I'm ruining it for everybody else, because it's always in my head. Every time there's something that should not feasibly work in a movie, it sticks it sticks with me. Ooh, that coffee's still hot. But it's good. 
Good to be able to drink coffee again. Although today, tastes a little funky again, damn it. We'll see. All right, I got Blood Force Trauma. Trade paperback by Dark Horse Comics. Blood Force Trauma. It's America's pastime of the future. Brutal hand-to-hand combat. Two fighters enter. One walks out. The other gets scraped off, up off the arena floor. Blood Force Trauma. It's full of laser skull guys, kung fu masters, and mutant shark dudes from another dimension. It's it's somewhere a normal. It's somewhere a normal kid like Zap Daniels. That makes no sense. Just doesn't belong. Too bad he's the new world champ. Blood Force Trauma. It's the comic you're holding right now, and if you want to find out more, I guess you're going to have to give it a read, if you dare. Well, I'm not holding it. I'm re- reading about it months before it came out. And that description, you can't even write a description without confusing the shit out of me with your writing <laughs> layout. So it's like, Kind of curious if the book's going to be as badly written as the description. I suppose they might not write the description. Who knows? All right. Blue Book Volume 1 Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. I've been wanting to get this because of Michael Avon Oming. I've been checking out a lot of his stuff because of... Tomasaki, his colorist, has introduced to her, and now I follow anything that they do. I kind of keep an eye on it, but I haven't got a lot of it from the past yet. And this, I think, is older, being brought into a trade paperback form, but an ambitious nonfiction comic book experience depicting true stories of UFO abductions with an eye to capture the strange essence of those encounters. In Blue Book, teaming with artist Michael Avon Oming and letter Aditya Bidikar, Tinian presents what he calls his true weird stories, tales of ordinary people encountering the strange and impossible Volume 1 retells the infamous case of the abduction of Betty and Barney Hill of New Hampshire in 1961, the very first widely publicized UFO abduction that went out on to shape and influence all future encounter stories. It clicks. The Dark Horse Comics series Blue Book, number 1 to 5, originally published on Substack. But yeah, that's one I wanted to pick up, so I might grab it through there. We'll see. We got Bone Orchard Mythos Tenement, number one by Image Comics. Miniseries premiere from the Eisner winning creative team behind Gideon Falls, Primordial, and the 10,000 Black Feathers. 
comes the biggest and most essential project yet in the bold and ambitious new shared horror universe of the Bone Orchard mythos. In this extra-length first issue, Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino bring you the story of seven residents in a building and the dark secrets that bind them together, beginning with a death that feels much more sinister than natural. Tenement is the newest entry into the Bone Orchard mythos from Lemire and Sorrentino. This universe features self-contained graphic novels and limited series about the horrors waiting to be discovered within the Bone Orchard. I've heard good things about parts of that. Uh, Parts of that uh, Bone Orchard whole mythos line, but I don't think I've read anything except for maybe a free comic book day teaser for one, I believe. We got Bryn Moore number one. This is from IDW Publishing. From the creators of the October Faction, Steve Niles and Damian Worm, comes a new horror tale. Bryn Moore. Recently divorced and sober, Mark Turner has returned to his hometown looking for a second chance. He'll rebuild the old church into a new home if the locals let him, but Turner Island has a secret, one tracing back to when it was named after Mark's ancestors. Who or what is Brynmore? And this is kind of like just a different version of a story we read not long ago. That was, I believe, three comics long about a guy that was going through divorce and sobering up his life and then ends up falling back into things and ends up with a ghost that he ends up losing his family and stuff through and having to deal with that fighting through the ghost trying to take over his family and his family trying to escape and get away from it all and all that Feels to me like the same style story again, just a different layout. Alright, we got Captain America, Cold War Omega, number one one shot. It's like it's a one shot, but it's Cold War Part 6, so it's obviously at least six issues into it. May not be under the same name, but it's part of a run. If it's part of a run, I'll consider it a one shot. But Cold War finale White Wolf has unleashed an army of Dimension Z monsters upon our world as a declaration of global war. And Team Cap's only hope to stop it is to take him down for good. Meanwhile, Bucky Barnes deploys his final chess piece, Ian Rogers himself. To turn the situation in his favor, lifelong friends battle alongside mortal enemies and change the trajectory of their lives. In this stunning conclusion. Uh, Not into those. Yeah, Carnage Reigns Omega. Number one one shot. And again... 
This is Carnage Reigns Part 7. So why make it a one-shot? Why don't you just print the seven comics in a run and be done with it so we don't have to... If we pick this up years from now, I'll have to try and figure out what all the other ones are and so we can get the whole story. It's just so, so annoying to me. But I'm not writing this shit, so they can put it out however they want, I guess. Doesn't matter what the fans like. Yeah, Carnage Reigns. Conclusion. Cletus Cassidy finally gets what he's been after and unlocks new and terrifying possibilities with his extreme biot armor and sets the stage for the next Venom epic. Miles Morales can call in all the backups he wants, but don't he and his superhero pals get it yet? Carnage rules. And I like the Carnage character, the runs, everything I've checked out. Yeah, I hate confusion in layouts. I'm a person that will read that issue and not realize there was set six before. But... All right, we got Casualty of the Machine number one of five by Black Box Comics. Broken and Alone. A man assembles a skilled but not so covert team to expose an evil politician and faceless corporation that took everything from him. While determined to end the fraud, bribery, and dark money shattering the political landscape, nothing could prepare him for the extent of corruption. And political shit is just so overdone. So old. And am I the only person out there that is so sick and tired of I can't wait for a vote to come through so we can quit hearing the politicians uh, basically belittling each other through commercials and advertisements and trying to make each other look as, like the biggest pile of shit ever. And then we actually vote for one of those piles of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, this world is just so ass backwards we gotta change things soon this is just getting old but that is it for this round we'll get back with more goodies sometime soon all right more goodies coming in the future starting with chilling adventure camp pickens one shot by Archie Comics. Camp Pickens has always been the go-to summer destination for the younger residents of Riverdale. It's a rite of passage for the teen residents to hold the coveted camp counselor positions. However, Camp Pickens' mysterious past shrouds a deep, dark secret. It's cursed, and this summer, all of its campers are going to find out the hard way. In this one-shot anthology that's equal parts Sleepaway Camp and American Horror Story, 1984, reuniting the team behind the mega-hit comic series Revival. Hmm. So Tim Seeley's doing a 
Archie Cox and Mark Mike Norton. We're gonna definitely have to pick this one up. See what that is all about. I wonder. I assume that's the first time Tim Seeley's been part of a Archie comic thing, but that's a good thing. So, yeah, CIH presents She Aversions One Shot. She Aversions Disassemble, the rallying cry of the hottest new gender inclusive which is to say gender-exclusive super team in comics. Cerebus, the Emily, Spider-Whore, Hooters Out, Cousins Bat-Fart Girl. This is the female superhero team that will make comics history. First, by having their first lineup change in their first issue, and second, by advertising that lineup change on the front cover when Hooters Out is replaced by Snake Between Her Legs, Lass. Not since near-naked cosplay covers has such a crass commercial exploitation of female sexuality been offered in the direct market. Feel the exclamation points. I hate that company. I just... Uh, I don't know. I really want to meet someone that's into that. Cerebus character and find out what the hell they see in them. I just don't know. Alright, got Creed number one from Boom Studios. Ten years after the events of the blockbuster Creed 3, Amara Creed is on her own path, stepping outside her father Adonis Creed's shadow and training like there's no tomorrow. But when her decision or her division opponents no longer present a challenge, Amara's drive will have her following in her father's footsteps, going underground. She'll also need the perfect trainer, but perfection comes with tangled strings attached. Ah, I didn't get into the whole Creed franchise. I think I only watched the first movie. It wasn't bad, just didn't pull me in. Now we got Crossed Badlands, devilish vague set of five comics from Avatar Press. We have Cursed Verse, Blighted Dawn, number one by American Mythology. Action Horror Adventure, The Cursed Verse is here. Welcome to a brand new universe of comic book books inspired by the best pulp characters and comics of the 1980s and 90s. Come with us as we introduce four new series that bring the fun and excitement back to comic books. Remember when comics were fun? We do. And we're bringing back those days when we you were excited to see new characters debuting, debuting, and when their adventures had lasting consequences, not just erased and rebooted every six months. This issue is the ultimate primer and introduces the first wave of Cursed Verse characters. High-flying adventure with Bombshell and Tom Tom, 
Supernatural Horror with Witch Hammer, Beyond the Grave Justice with the Cemetorium, and Violent Revenge at the Hands of the Night Terror. It all starts here. Don't miss out on the biggest comics event of 2023. That's a pretty bold description. I don't know, the cover doesn't show me anything that really pulls me into the characters. Uh, think they're going more noir style. I get looks like Tom Tom is a gal toting a Tommy gun. Getting that gangster feel. Yeah, I don't think I'll check that out until it's out for a bit. We got DC Pride 2023 number one. By DC Comics. I do have a Jen Bartell Harley Ivy cover. That's pretty decent. Uh, let's see. DC Pride is back again with a brave and bold all-new collection of stories starring DC's fan favorite stable of LGBTQIA plus characters, many of whom find themselves in thrilling team-ups, the likes of which you've never seen before. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy go to extreme measures to get a little alone time, but there's nowhere on the planet crush, can't crash. Joe Kent gets a comprehensive course in Dark Magic, where John Constantine sicks a golem on him. Tim Drake and Connor Hawk learn that there's nothing more awkward than reuniting with an old friend after you've both come out and one of you was indoctrined by the League of Shadows for a while. Circuit Breaker struggles to stifle his powers after the flash of Earth-11. Leaps out of the time stream and knocks them both into another dimension. Just how far would Flash light go to honor his last love all these stories and many more in dc pride 2023 all right we got dc pride through the years number one one shot by dc comics Take a journey through over 30 years of fan-favorite LGBTQIA plus characters in the DC Universe with this collection that only remembers and celebrates three landmark issues of days past, but also teases exciting new stories yet to come. I like the original run of this, the Bad Blood, but now they have Deadpool Batter Blood number one by Marvel Comics. I want to say the Bad Blood run was only three issues, maybe. That could be wrong. I often am. Deadpool, Wolverine, Cable, Cabal, Cable. It doesn't get better than this. Wade Wilson is back, and he's brought some frenemies as the villainous Thumper returns to take out the man who created him, Wolverine and Cable step in for a daring rescue mission. But as Deadpool becomes embroiled in nefarious criminal machinations in Madripoor, 
Will the trio be able to join forces, or will Thumper's agenda put an end to their efforts? Don't miss the highly anticipated follow-up to Deadpool Bad Blood. As Rob Liefeld returns to the Merc with the Mouth and introduces new characters into his wild world, who are sure to become the next fan faves, including the first appearance of Shatterstorm. Yeah, I like the first run, and I'll more than likely follow the second one also. Alright, we got Death Drop Assassin number one. By Scout Comics. Death Drop, a hitman, hitman turned drag queen, enters a race against time to find her missing drag sister. As a mysterious rash of killings and disappearances spreads across the city, with the specter of her former mentor haunting her every step, or haunting her every step, Death Drop must decide how far she is willing to be pulled back into a life of violence in order to protect her community in the supernatural queer noir. Alright, we got Delphinium, number one, by Strangers. An astronaut falls into the world of Delphinium. After a freak accident on their satellite, Emily starts her eerily similar to Earth. Delphinium has oxygen, plants, and insect life, but things are just off and continue to grow wrong, go wrong. Part 1 in a two-part miniseries, Delphinium is 28 pages of perfectly trippy sci-fi you've grown to love from Pat. Only 500 available, subject to allocation. So I even post it if it's, if it's that limited. You're going to run out probably by the time anybody gets an order in. So you got to just check to see if your shop, shops were able to get it. If you want it. If you want then come and get it. Diabolical number one by Strangers. This infernal first issue of Diabolical features two bizarre tales of kaiju monsters, mutant gangs, and mysterious underworld score settling. Each issue will include a story from a guest writer and a solo story by Noah Bailey. Again, only 500 available. Why are they doing this? Why even make a book if you're going to only put out a certain number? I get if it's a special limited something or something, but just the regular book I mean, doesn't sound that special. We got Dust Number One by Scout Comics. Jupiter has ignited. The Earth has turned to dust. The rich and powerful have built a utopia underground. The rest of humanity are left to die on the sur surface. Those below forge a life of luxury while those above lead a life of poverty where only the strong survive. One of these few is a girl named Keely, abandoned by her family and deported to the surface. 
Keeley grew up tough, taking to a life of thievery to survive. At first glance, she might look like just another dust pirate, but what Keeley doesn't know is that she's the hero of our story, and the secret she's about to uncover will change the world forever. Yeah. That it will... We got E-Junkie, number one by Scout Comics. Nonstop, Hector Holmes, a bored, thrill-seeking, experienced junkie, E-Junkie for short, takes a dose of a new alternative reality drug known as Torch, which causes him to experience the memory of a train wreck that took place hundreds of years ago. From the perspective of a long-deceased passenger, the dosage lands him in the hospital where he is approached by a special task force of the World Corporation Organization, WCO, to investigate the Guardians of Pain, the cult behind the new drug who may also be responsible for Hector's brother's ultimate untimely death. Alright... Yeah, Fence Redemption, number one, by Boom Studios. U.S. Today best-selling author C.S. Pascott and acclaimed cartoonist Johanna the Mad Wind continued their winning streak with the continuation of the on-point GLAAD Media Award-nominated series. Return to the thrilling world of high-stakes competitive fencing with a brand new story featuring the beloved cast of characters from the original hit series. Are Senji and Jesse really through? The rumors around Halberton, the prestigious fencing training camp, have spread like wildfire. But it's not long before a mystery fencer arrives, one who may finally pose a threat to the number one spot will Senji's unquenchable quest for the for rivalry be what finally makes him leave Nicholas behind I don't see a fencing story being that exciting but who am I to judge yeah Grim Fairy Tales Quarterly, Sleeping Beauty, Nightmare Queen by Xenoscope Entertainment. Oh, yeah. I'm going blind here. My eyes are just not working good. So I'm going to try some glasses, which don't look like they help much either. Rory Norris was once a promising young artist, but tragedy struck, and with it, the loss of her eyesight. Through her life, though her life has changed, she was gifted with a vision and ability possessed by few and thrown into a universe of dreams every time she closed her eyes, taking on beings beyond even her most horrible imaginings. She came out on top, and with a newfound understanding of her life, now. Months later, she digs deeper into her abilities while helping anyone she can in the strange worlds that surround her. 
But all the while, unbeknownst to her, she has gained the attention of another, one much, one much more ancient, who walks among these subconscious lands and does not appreciate her intrusion. Yeah. Glasses ain't helping on that one. Uh, eyes are going bad in the old age. I got stupid trifocals to start, which is too hard to use, and everything else is not working out well because you're constantly switching between glasses to get the right ones for the distance that I'm trying to look at. All right, take a sip here first. Ghost of Kaev, number one by Tokyo Pop. Well-known Japanese manga author Matsuda Dayuko was inspired by the events of February 2022 when the skies over Kaev were heroically defended by Ukrainian pilots of the Tactical Evasion Aviation Brigade, giving rise to the urban legend of the Ghost of Kaev a MiG-29 pilot who won six air victories in the sky over the capital. I didn't think they had planes yet in 2022 in Ukraine. I, figured, I thought they were just getting supplied with fighter jets now, but I guess I could be wrong again. They have a Godzilla Best of Rodan number one one-shot by IDW Publishing. If you like those best of books, I just... Read a couple more of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ones, and I'm enjoying them. They picked out some pretty good stories for those. And then we got Godzilla, Here There Be Dragons, number one, by IDW Publishing. In the 1500s, before humanity had successfully traveled the entire globe, it was believed that monsters ruled the oceans. Just beyond the horizon, Here There Be Dragons was written on maps to denote the areas people dared not go. That is, until Sir Francis Drake circumnavigated the seas, visiting foreign lands and collecting treasure and slaves. <laughs> Let's be honest, people. And what did those ships do? They just, whenever they Ran aground, they just took people in as slaves and tortured them. And who knows what else? Stole the land's riches that they could. Yeah. There's a reason they call them pirate ships, even though you may not have been pirates on them. <laughs> That's what history tells us, at least. But history does not have the full tale. Monsters did lurk yonder living on an island that still doesn't appear on any map. And among them was the king of them all, Godzilla. It's like, how old is Godzilla? I mean, sure, it's not Godzilla's ancestors. It's still Godzilla. I mean, 1500. It's a 500 some year old monster. They have a gold digger number 300, which I think this is just a special issue coming out from Antarctic Press. 
But $3 for number 300, special price. A glorious homage to the original Gold Digger miniseries. Number one cover by Ben Dunn. Co-founder of Antarctic Press. Creator of Ninja High School and godfather of American Manga. I haven't read any, but I have a bunch of older Gold Digger stuff. We'll see. It's a reasonable price for that, so I might pick it up just so I have it once I read the collection. I can always resell it. There's Gretel, Dark Impulses by Xenoscope Entertainment. Investigating a cunning and powerful witch known as Desire, Gretel and Caliber are violently separated from each other while trying to reach her lair. Now Gretel must risk her life to rescue Caliber from the witch's clutches. But does she even want to be freed? Not if she's being mind-controlled or manipulated. Yeah, Grim Spotlight, Lovecraft's Legacy by Xenoscope Entertainment. Kerez and Spencer Holmes search for the only person on Earth destined to stop the reawakening of Dread Cthulhu, the heir to H.P. Lovecraft himself. That doesn't tell us much, does it? All right. This looked fun. I, I mean, the price on it, I probably won't pick it up right now, but we'll see. But they have Growing Up Farley. A Chris Farley story by Z2 Comics. And if you know, Chris is from Wisconsin and his family. So could be interesting what they have to offer in here, depending on if his brother uh, gave some information to him or what. We'll have to see about that. But the family of Chris Farley and Z2 Comics comes together to bring you Growing Up Farley, the first ever Chris Farley graphic novel. Chris Farley was a beloved comedy legend with a totally singular style, one that was heavily influenced by his childhood and his relationship with his father. Told in collaboration with his brother, stand-up comedian Kevin. Growing up, Farley is an intimate glimpse into Chris and Kevin's adventures from performances at Red Arrow Camp to improv sets at the Arc Theater in Wisconsin all the way to Second City in Chicago. Growing Up Farley is a heartfelt dive into laughter and love. I just, yeah, I want it. I just don't know if I want to spend that price on it. We'll just have to wait and see. We have Hard Case, Crime Heat Seeker, a Gun Honey series, number one, by Titan Comics. I think they need to add a few extra words on that. But let's see here. Marked for death by a U.S. intelligence agency, Gun Honey Joanna Tan turns to Dahlia Racers to help her pull a vanishing act. But the killer hot on her trail, beautiful sociopath Sarah Claride, will leave bodies strewn from New York to Las Vegas to Tijuana, Mexico, if it means cornering Delia and breaking her. 
Okay. We got Haunt to the End, number one, or Haunt You to the End, number one, by Image Top Cow. A ghost story for the end of the world. In a not-so-far future, rife with climate disasters and worldwide instability. I need a drink here. An eccentric billionaire and his crew, a disgraced journalist, a radical doctor, a TV demonologist, and a squad of hard-bitten hard-bitten military contractors set out to prove the existence of life after death. But even if their mission is a success, the truth behind the most haunted place on earth may not be the comforting revelation the world is hoping for. No, it may not. All right. They have Hellboy and the BPRD, 1957, Fearful Symmetry. Number one, one shot by Dark Horse Comics. When Hellboy is called to India to investigate a rash of mysterious animal attacks, he is reunited with a familiar face. Together they search for the strange beast terrorizing a small village. But the mystery and the myth behind it runs deeper than they thought. Join the dynamic team of Mike Mignola and Chris Robertson for all for an all-new BPRD mystery featuring art by talented, talented Allison Simpson and colors by the amazing Dave Stewart. Uh, not sure by looking at the cover who the character is is that's from the BPRD that they're talking about. But we are doing a Hellboy read right now. So check out Crimson Color Comic Club YouTube channel to see what we're going to be talking about next or are talking about now with Hellboy. Then we got Helena, Naughty Bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. And then we got In Hell We Fight, number one by Image Comics. Series premiere, Life in Hell Ain't Easy. Demons try to torture you for all eternity. Monsters want to eat you. There's a stunning lack of reliable indoor plumbing. And it's almost impossible to get ice cream, at least until today, when three condemned teens and their annoying tag-along demon frenemy embark on a daring scheme to hijack a demon lord's delivery truck. What happens next will take them on an epic journey across the underworld, an infernal excursion of non-stop excitement, danger, and adventure, presenting a devilishly fun new series from multiple Eisner Award rating, everybody's an Eisner Award rating writer. John Lehman, an Argentinian superstar artist, Jock. Looks like it could be a fun and interesting little story, but you'll have to read it to find out. And we're going to end it there, I think, and get back with more. Sometime soon. We'll get back to you later. Bye.
All right, let's get back to the goodies that are for sale in the future. Starting off with Incredible Hulk, Volume 5, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. <clears throat> Excuse me, got a little raspiness going on in my throat. The Age of Monsters has begun. As an enraged Hulk tries to take control of Bruce Banner's body permanently, a mysterious immortal turns every monster in the Marvel Universe against Banner in an attempt to free their creator, the primordial mother of horrors. With the help of an unlikely new friend, Banner and Hulk must try to stop the world from getting plunged into darkness in this terrifying new series. Let's see here. Okay. Sorry, I got a program at wrestling WCCW world class championship wrestling that I'm watching in the background. I forgot to turn the volume, mute the volume. And then they're in the middle of a pay-per-view, but apparently the pay-per-view gets broken up between episode ish or weekly episodes back then. So it's kind of like, I'm guessing going to be like three, three weeks worth of wrestling. To make one pay-per-view event. Because they're usually about three hours long. But it is a ton of fun watching the old Von Eric wrestling platform. And seeing some of the wrestlers that come in and out. Changing their names as they progress throughout the ages. But let's get back to the goodies. We're not talking about wrestling right now. It's only Teenage Wasteland trade paperback. In the first days of the apocalypse, a group of high school boys may be the last alive in the city. When his parents go out of town for the weekend, Mexican-American high schooler Yavi decides to throw a party, one that will launch him and his buds into popularity, or at least get them noticed by some girls. But no high school party goes off without a hitch. Yavi can only watch as his friends take a beating from the school bully. But then, bam! The apocalypse has the worst timing. With few survivors and even fewer sane ones, Yavi and his friends will have to learn to survive together and mend the fallout from the last party before the end of the world. This collects its only teenage wasteland number one to four. <clears throat> don't remember hearing anything about that series well I might have seen the comics in the past but, uh, for Fraggle Rock fans there's a Jim Henson Fraggle Rock card game by River Horse it's a really simplistic looking card game but it should be fun Especially with the Fraggles. Got a Joker Uncovered number one one shot by DC Comics. Lowlifes, Creeps, and Scoundrels. It's your Uncle Joker here. You know art can come from many places. And most great art is about truly despicable people. Like me. In that spirit, you should buy the Joker Uncovered. To see a murderous row of the world's greatest comic book artist 
Commit my beautiful image to dozens of wonderful variant covers, all collected in one place for the very first time. Expand your mind a little bit and take in some good art. <clears throat> I gotta take a drink of water here, sorry. Take one with me if you got it. why my throat got all raspy all of a sudden but that's a bummer i was gonna consider that but they're not throwing a little short story in there with it they're just gonna throw the covers hey it's worth it if you're obsessed with the joker and you love the covers i mean, i like the <laughs> uh, main cover that they have here for cover a where you got the joker sitting Playing Santa Claus with a kid dressed in a Robin outfit, bawling his eyes out, <laughs> sitting on the Joker holding a Batman doll. I and mean, it's just a, that's worth the cover price right there. So we'll see. I mean, I, I might check it out. But I really like when they throw a little short story in there, like the Grim Fairy Tales uh, series does. When they have their little bikini books and all that stuff. Speaking of bikinis, we got Jungle Fantasy Survivors, one number one to five, Bikini Babes, big set of five comics from Boundless Comics. And they have Jungle Fantasy Survivors, number six to ten, Bikini Babes, big set of five comics. And next up, we got Keys of Cthulhu one-shot, number one. They come out with a lot of Cthulhu stuff, which I don't mind, but I'm not big on Cthulhu. I'm curious how many people are still into it. But this is by Xenoscope Entertainment, which they do an awesome job with their creatures. Cthulhu is, a, is close to waking from his long prison of sleep. The keys to his awakening have been found and all but two have been collected. Avril Williams knows her power as a witch makes her special but she never suspected they made her a key to waking the greatest evil the world has ever known. Now, on a mysterious South American island, teeming with evil, she must confront her destiny as the final key to unlocking hell on Earth. I don't think Cthulhu is that great of a being. I think Godzilla could probably beat him. <laughs> but who am I to say... All right, we got Killing Hope, number one of six, by Bliss on Tap. Hope, a young Native American woman fleeing her reservation, survives a horrific car accident when Danny, a lone drifter, comes to her aid. Danny offers to help the mysterious Hope, but quickly learns that everyone she encounters becomes violent in her presence. That is, everyone but Danny. Got click click boom number one. It's click with K with a K by Image Comics. Meet Sprout, a mute assassin who communicates exclusively through Polaroid pictures. Being raised by her doomsday prepping god grandfather in the rolling hills of Idaho, Sprout has never been around other people. Watch TV or seen clothes outside of army fatigues. Now she's headed to the big lights of New York City to avenge her grandfather's murder. 
but will the city's mesmerizing glitz and glam help her succeed or be the death of her? <clears throat> yeah, you see a bunch of stuff you didn't grow up around, you're going to be obsessed with it. It might take your mind off things and get you in trouble. Yeah, Lady Death Apocalypse teased bag set of five comics by Boundless Comics. There's Lady Death Atrocity bag set of five comics. A Lady Death Impish bag set of five comics. And a Lady Death Mischief bag set of five comics, all from Boundless Comics. We got Lady Death Necrotic Genesis, number one of two, by Coffin Comics. But that, that, that's been out before, I think, because this is a special Ji Hong Lee Virgin Edition, so it's pretty pricey. Uh, let's see, they have Lady Death Rules, Rules Volume 1, 2, 3, trade paper set. Well, that's cool that they're bringing out sets of trade papers backs now, but price-wise, whoo, retailing at $54.99, ouch, for three trade paper packs, really? Wow, they're asking a lot for that, aren't they? All right, let's see, Leaded Gasoline, number one, by Black Mask Comics. In the 1980s, a killer stalks the streets of south-central Los Angeles. Task forces are assembled, detectives work overtime, but the bodies keep coming. This is the story of a community college professor who believes there's more to the story than a single madman. From writer Patrick Kinlan and your next favorite artist Lorenzo Ray, Leaded Gasoline captures the mad energy of the most brash and risk-taking Horror comics that are smart, dangerous, and intent on taking a sledgehammer to your mind. Alright, let's see where we're sitting here. Okay, yeah, we got plenty of time. We have barely got going. We got Legends of the Pierced Veil. Izuna by Humanoids Publishing. Since the dawn of time... The Izuna Wolves have been entrusted as guardians against Japan's evil spirits. Protecting the veil that keeps the spirit world of the kami and the human world separate. One day, a dark force known as the Nogo appears spreading infection throughout the spiritual plane. As the Izuna battle against the Nogo's invasion of their land, an Izuno cub is born in the form of a young human girl. Can the Izuna protect the veil from the threat that could come with, from within? The Legends of the Pierced Veil collects Tenuta's celebrated legends books in a beautiful unified format perfect for newcomers and longtime fans alike. Yeah, pretty cool. Looking cover, kind of a ying and yang style cover between Beast and Warrior. It's like when they do something like that, like when they have the two different, the white and the black dragon. And the ying yang symbol format. Loki's finally got his own run again. 
We got Loki Volume 4, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. Loki saves the Marvel Universe. He may be the benevolent god of stories now, but Loki's past as the god of lies returns to haunt him when ancient powerful weapons he once built end up scattered across the Ten Realms. Loki must track down these weapons before they fall into the wrong hands and bring about Ragnarok. Surprising guest stars and exciting new characters and startling twist await in this all-new miniseries by rising star Dan Waters and German Peralta. German or German Peralta. All right. There's a Looker's Sultry Secret bag set of five comics from Boundless Comics. Then we got Lunar Lodge, number one. Marriage ain't... Oh, this is from Dark Horse Comics. Marriage ain't easy. Especially when your spouse is hiding a monstrous secret. Just ask Rob Moreland. Who knows things aren't great lately with his wife, Fiona but is hoping to fix that until the Lunar Lodge calls to confirm her stay. Rob decides to shadow his wife to the hotel, but what he finds reveals even more horror than he thought. Rob will soon discover there's much more to the Lunar Lodge and to his wife than meets the eyes. Someone's getting in trouble. There, you got Magic Planewalkers Noble, number one, by Boom Studios. Planeswalkers Karn and Ral Zarek team up to navigate the lonely and often treacherous space between flesh and machine. Meanwhile, a romantic outing featuring Jace and Baraska, the circumstances are less than ideal, however, even perilous. Between fan-favorite pairings and unexpected exciting alliances, the stellar creative team of Stephanie Williams, Daniel Warren, and Dave Raposa, Albert Locatelli, Lee Caballero, Ariana Consoni, and Raul Angualo, Take readers to unforgettable realms in the magic multiverse. Yeah, Magician's Rabbit, number one. Might as well bring the rabbit out. They've been doing so many ma magical and magician-style stories. This is by Scout Comics. Nonstop. In a post-apocalyptic world where humanity has embraced robotic bodies to survive. One such robot begins to doubt his thoughts are really his own. Rabbit, Robot 0045, is approached by a mysterious stranger known as the Magician, who begins an investigation towards a horrible truth that Rabbit could never have imagined. Perhaps this world is even more sinister than it seems. Well, yeah... There's a magician around and you're a rabbit. You're going to be stuck in a hat for the rest of your life. Probably never fed. <laughs> Going deep down the rabbit hole. 
All right, we got Mark of Death, Year of the Rat, one shot. I have to get this one just because my wife is Year of the Rat and I'm Year of the Dog. This is from Bliss on Tap. After the deaths of everyone he's ever loved, Mark Thompson tries to end his life only to discover he can't die. Confronted by an eternal order of sociopath, sociopathic antiheroes and their serial killer companions, Mark is thrust headfirst into a battle between the forces of life and death, enlist, enlisted into a world of time stealers and death dealers. Mark finds himself upon at the center of a brutal war where an evil rebellion has broken every rule in the universe to keep him alive. But why? Well, I was interested in this until it got into time travel stuff, so yeah, that I have no interest in it now. Way to go. I was going to buy it just because of the name, and then you ruined it. Alright, next up we got Mashbone and Grifty, number one. Catchy little name. This is by Scout Comics. Chespa, nonstop. What's that nonstop thing? Does that mean it's an ongoing thing forever? I mean, what the hell? Failed security guard Grifty and his mutant monkey man sidekick Mashbone set up a private detective agency in a booth at a local bar. Their first case comes along just as the owner calls in their tab, but the missing Gamecock they began to track begin to track down leads them into more danger than two losers can handle. And you're obviously not that intelligent, because, yeah, it's kind of a smart idea to have your business running it out of a bar where you don't have to make any purchases or anything. Or, I mean, rent payments or anything like that. But in the long run, (laughs) sitting at a bar all day, you think that's going to be cheap? Especially if they're building up a tab. So, yeah, I think you're better off just to rent your own place and get yourself a six-pack every now and then. Now, if you're into the Masquerade run with from Kevin Smith and Andrew McElfrish, I believe his name is, from the Education podcast, which I really miss. I used to love that podcast. I don't know if they still do it or not because I'm not a paid follower and. I follow over 180 podcasts, so I can't start paying for a bunch of different ones to get extra episodes. So, But they, uh, their Masquerade run, I believe, was supposed to go four or five comics. I think it was four comics, and then they came out with a number five and number six already, so the series went beyond what they tested the waters with, which is always a good thing. That means lots of people bought it. They have a medieval Lady Death epic bag set of five comics from Balmas Comics. They have a Midnight Sky trade paperback comic tag card by Scout Comics. Making digital comics collectible. Now individually numbered collectible card that contains a PDF of the entire Midnight Sky graphic novel. Chapters 1 to 8. What would you do if you discovered your son wasn't really your son? He may look like him, act like him, 
but deep down in your soul, you just know that he's been replaced. Then your worst fears are realized when the light hits his face just right and you accidentally see his true appearance for yourself. Do you scream? Do you run? Or do you fight back? Enter the dystopian world of the midnight sky where the sunlight has long since faded behind an impenetrable atmosphere, leaving only the eternal darkness behind. Interesting. I just don't know what the, if you get the actual comic plus the digital card, I don't know how that really works. They make it look like you do, but I think you might just get the digital card. Got Mulang, Fun and Friends from Source Point Press. Follow Mulang and Pew Pew, two best friends, as they head out on an adventure to find themselves in hilarious situations. No matter what problems they face, friendship prevails, and they continue spreading love and positivity everywhere they go. Laying in Pew Pew's friendship carries them through each season of the year as they find themselves in unexpected situations, such as being stranded on an island and coming face to face with a Yeti. In every situation, compassion, respect, and a lot of heart win out, and new friends are made along the way. Staying true to the format of the animated series. This graphic novel features nonverbal comic stories from Joshua Werner and Tom Zaylor, filling every page with situ- situational humor and friendship. Additional bonus content tent includes mazes and seeking finds. Another thing that usually has extra content is Monster Fun. Dino Scare Special 2023 by Rebellion Comics. Get ready for a Jurassic Classic. This issue is gargantuan. T-Rex tickling. Smilosaurus of a comic book. Yes, the Earth's original giants are ready to go fang to face against your favorite monsters. Such as Gums. Hell's Angel, Witch vs. Warlock, and Kid Kong. Packed with great competitions and games, you won't want to miss this issue. It's Dynamite! As J.J. Walker, Jimmy Walker used to say. We got Monsters Cleanup Guy, number one of two, by Blood Moon Comics. Terry works for the monster community. He's their cleanup guy, covering up their misdeeds in order to keep monsters a secret. Terry operates by only two rules. One, listen to the Lycan King's orders. And two, don't kill any monsters. What if they try to get you? You gotta protect yourself, you know. Got Mother Russia, number one of three, by Kex Publishing. More and more Russian stuff coming out. I think we should have more and more Ukrainian stuff coming out. (laughs) I suppose they're too busy to 
produce stuff over there. We should be producing stuff and over here for them to support them. One baby, one rifle, two million zombies. As a zombie apocalypse breaks out in World War II. Why do they always got to go back to World War II? That just bores the crap out of me. A Soviet sniper risks her life to protect an innocent baby boy. From Jeff McCornsey, the creator behind the hit Mother Russia Winter Special, and introducing rising star guest cover artist Ugis Berzins. Don't miss the retailer incentive cover by Michael Avon Olmin. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I'll be getting that. Ooh, for the Muppet fans. They have Muppets Electric Mayhem Band W1 Animal Reaction Figure from Super 7 Media. I, I want the animal one at least. But, ooh, they got, holy cow, these are just reaction figures. And they got a 20, almost a $22 retail price tag on them. Ouch. I guess I won't be getting these, any of these. They have uh, Dr. Teeth, Floyd, Janice, Scooter. I think Scooter plays like a manager or something with them. And Zoot. So if you're a fan of the Muppets and you love the Muppets band, Electric Mayhem band, this is your chance to get all the figures. But yeah, they got quite the price tag on them for just being reaction action figures. You can be on me, Lammy, but you can't climb over the top of me. Yeah, Murder by Mail, number one by Source Point Press. You're a private investigator working for Illicit Investigations Incorporated in Cleaver County. And your first client just brought you a case you'll never forget. In Murder by Mail, a fully interactive role-playing experience. You are presented with evidence from an unsolved murder case. And through the favors you call in, the interviews you conduct, and your own wits and attention to detail... You can discover the identity of the killer and put the case to rest. Annie Donovan's father has been brutally murdered in a hit and run, mere months after the unsolved murder of her mother. Has a killer marked her family for death? Will she be next? Can you navigate the twists and turns of this case and find the true killer? It'd be nice to know how many issues they're going to go with. So it's going to be an ongoing run and they don't really tell you anything about how far it's going to go or anything like that. It's probably better off to wait and grab the trade on that one. But yeah, I think we will end it there and get back with more goodies sometime soon. <laughs>